Hello, beautiful, sexy humans. It's your girl V here. In the month of December, Elle and I have decided to take a little hiatus to create more content for you guys, take some time to celebrate the holidays. And so what we've been doing is revisiting some old episodes. So this first one is Freaksgiving. And we felt it was super timely, obviously, because of the holidays. We just got past Thanksgiving. Unfortunately, we did not have have our annual Freaks Giving this year. With Elle being pregnant, it is a little bit challenging to host 30 people in her house. So with all of that said, happy Hanukkah to anybody who celebrates and please enjoy the episode. Nothing makes me happier than turning other people on so that they ended up going to do their thing. <laughs> Well, there's so much, there's just so many things that happen at these parties that I love catching up with everybody after the fact yeah. to see like, oh my God, what did you experience? What did I miss out on? Or when you go through the Polaroids or you go through the pictures, <sighs> it's just so fun. Like the one, one of my favorite things that we do at this party is the joy jar and I, all throughout the weekend. Yes. Yeah. Did you write anything or what? Oh, hell yeah, I did. <laughs> and I love that idea. And that's the first time I've ever seen the joy jar. And so that was a really cool moment for me. Right up our alleys. Yeah. <laughs> so joy jar is a jar, literally a vase <laughs> that we decorate. <laughs> and we have multicolored Sharpies and index cards. And throughout the entire weekend, everybody writes down their joyful moments. And it could be sexy, funny, silly, whatever it is that you want to remember. And then on the last day, we all read them out loud to each other and we keep them. And I think mommy has a plan for them, but I don't know what she's doing with them yet. But it's a surprise that she has all the joy jar. My moments. smile could not have gotten bigger when we were reading through it on that Sunday. It was just so lovely. Because, yeah. I mean, it's why we come together to just yeah. experience joy together and then to actually reflect and write those moments down and then have a moment of remembrance, if you will. It's just... Yeah. And then resharing the story for the people who weren't there mm -hmm. is even more funny, you know, because how else would have that moment come up otherwise? So I feel know? like we're going to have more joyful moments to share with each other today. Yeah. So everybody, welcome to Girls Gone Deep, another episode. We are chatting about our weekend that we just had. We threw a lifestyle party and it was called Freaksgiving because Ooh. yes, it is around the holiday season, but we got all the freaks together at our house. So, <laughs> um, so I am L And I am V. And we're going to share all the dirty details with you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So do you want to start with your dirty details? Do you have anything yeah, you want to so, share? I mean... I, I mean, I guess I want to get like the logistical stuff out of the way. So one of the things that I really value when I go to a sex party is being as comfortable as possible in that environment and making it so that it is comfortable for everybody there. So as a host and having been to several parties at this point, I, Em and I like went through our entire house. We have a checklist now. This is our second huge party that we've thrown and like, do we have all of these things available and is it ready? And just to review like the sex room, we have a specific playroom set up where we get like those 
um, like futon mattresses. Yeah, like waterproof blankets that we put on our couches. And then we also put them on the floor. We have like a, a Tempur-Pedic mattress topper that's like three inches thick. That goes on the floor with a mattress protector and a sheet. And then we also put up a blow-up bed on there with a mattress protector and a sheet so that it's comfortable. It's clean. We know that our stuff is going to be taken care of. And then um, M brought up the fact that the trash cans are so freaking huge in every room. Because if there's a trash can there, people will clean up after themselves. And there's not just condoms laying around everywhere and lubes and toys. So we had mints in every bathrooms. Um, We had basically... You had fresh wipes in some bathrooms. Yes. The woo wipes are amazing. Mm -hmm. Hint, hint, woo. We'd love for you to sponsor us. (laughs) (laughs) We love your lube too because it's flavored coconut. (laughs) Um, So yeah. And then we had mints and and mouthwashes in every bathroom. We had towels set up in the playroom, paper towels everywhere. And um, yeah, it just really makes for an environment where people can play. And it's so important because we crammed 24 people in our house and we have a four bedroom house with two offices. And so like my office and my husband's office. And so we crammed, basically almost everybody had to share a room in the house. And so there wasn't a lot of privacy space. So we, I, we wanted that playroom to be like, Hey, you don't have a space. Here's your space that you can have here. You know, at least there's some place you can play. Yep. So Yeah, but it turned out really awesome. I will say something else you guys do, which is a nice touch, is lighting is a huge thing in every room. It really allows the mood to be set. And then also, you guys will throw up like in the playroom something sexy on the TV. And it won't Mm -hmm. be like overt porn. Typically, I don't think I've ever seen porn it's just nope. sexy women like dancing. Yes. Okay. So Stacy Q is what it's called. S-T-A-S-Y-Q.com. Worth every penny to purchase all of their content. It is the classiest, sexiest. Um, sometimes they're naked, but most of the time they're clothes. And it's just they're moving super slowly and sensual. And we always play what? The EDM music. And no matter what music we play, it it literally is perfect yeah. for what we're watching. So that was like a big on thing. A beach with like skimpy bikinis and their hair is wet and they're like touching themselves. It's so hot. Yeah, there's shower <laughs> scenes. There's couches. They're in sneakers and little crop tops. It's Ooh. and they're all gorgeous. So highly, <laughs> highly recommend. It's tasteful and it's classy. Yeah, I want to add that to my sex party checklist. Is there anything else that's on your checklist like before everybody gets there that you guys have? Um, no, I think like, I mean, other than we asked people to bring sex toys. So we had somebody bring a fuck machine this time. We set up our Sibian and then like I had some toys out, but I didn't, this trip for some reason, I didn't put out all of my sex toys. Like normally I'll lay out my flogger and any of my handcuffs and like bondage tape, just things that people can use, wands, vibrators, mm-hmm. all that stuff. And I don't know what happened this, this this particular party, but we didn't put any of that out. But some people just brought their own stuff in the room when they needed it. I so. missed the fuck machine. Did that come out on Thursday night? Is that right? Yeah. It was out on Thursday. I need to hear about out. that because yeah. I did not so, see it in action. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I, I think I might've been the only one that used it. People were a little bit intimidated by it. I'm not going to lie. So can you explain to me what a fuck machine is? So yeah, the fuck machine is, it plugs into the wall and it is a device that is mechanically driven that will just move, slide in and out. Like someone can, someone has to be stationary and literally the machine moves and does the fucking into you. So are you laying on your back and spreading your legs and it fucks you? 
Exactly. Okay. Yep. So I was on my back, but I had to prop myself up on a couple of pillows because the fuck machine was on a floor. Like sometimes there are stands that come with it so you could adjust its height. So if you were laying on a table or on a bed, you could adjust it. But this was just on the floor. So cool. Um, and were you the only person I'm, who used it? I'm the only one that I can speak of. Yes. It may have been used throughout the weekend, but that night they put one of my dildos on there, which was my dildo's name is Dante. <laughs> Oh, so it was Dante. Okay. <laughs> it was the biggest one that I own. <laughs> yes. So, um, but yeah, it was interesting because there were people trying to get us all to use it. I walked in the room and they were like, Elle, use the machine. And I looked at it and I was like, ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, that's what I love about these parties is I am very exploratory. And I think one of my biggest takeaways and kind of triumphs, I suppose, of this time, like I, a goal that was achieved, let's say, was mm -hmm. I felt like I went into it with an intention of when I'm feeling sexual, act on that. And if mm -hmm. someone kind of like says, hey, do you want to do something weird, like use a, a fuck machine? Say yes. It doesn't have to be for like, I don't need to do it until completion. Saying yes to something doesn't mean that I'm saying yes to an entire sexual session. And so that was kind of a big takeaway for me. I even went and played with my partner and another couple in a room. And I said to them at, at that point, I was like, Oh, I'm feeling a little bit like uncomfortable because I was just having fun downstairs and I don't know if I'm up for a whole sex session. And they're like, get out of your head. Just have fun. We don't need to all come. Just have fun and we'll stop when we want to stop. And I'm like, oh, you're right. We can do that. So just kind of, yeah. first of all, communicating where I'm at and also mm -hmm. going into it knowing that I can always, you know, take away my yes, let's say, at any mm -hmm. moment if I'm not mm -hmm. feeling it. Yeah, that's awesome. It allowed me to be more playful. Good. That's awesome. That's exciting. That's it's it's so important to just say what's on your mind and when it's happening and just getting it out of the way so everyone's on the same page. Yeah. And then sometimes we realize that we always overthink ourselves Ugh. and the other people are like, oh, chill out. Like, where is this coming from? <laughs> in a loving way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Chill out in a loving way. <laughs> um, so you used the fuck machine. Anything yep, else yep, that, that you did that you had like kind of needed to check off your fuck it list? So I actually didn't – going into this weekend, I actually thought about – I didn't actually think about that my desires or things that I wanted to have happened. And I think it's because I got really into host mode and I was I was very focused on that for some reason this trip. And I also was feeling less sexual mm. actually going into this trip. And – you know, I don't know why that was. So that wasn't like forefront for me, so to speak. But being in that environment, like I was able to transition in moments, but I actually wasn't one to initiate a lot of my sexual activities this weekend, which is abnormal for it me. It is abnormal. It's very interesting mm -hmm. when we don't have L like bringing, bringing everyone together in that way. Yeah. Yeah. But my Brad was was quiet this week. <laughs> <laughs> but having yeah. said that, did you have any – I mean, you did get sexual. Oh, yeah, 100%. I have a couple of moments that stand out to me was um, one of the new couples that we met, um, T and D, we'll call them. And I met him on Friday night, and we were really chatting it up in the kitchen, um, just hanging out really great conversation to the point where I forgot anybody else was in the room. And we were talking for like an hour, an hour and a half. So piggyback this mm -hmm. to the next night, we're all in the play party room and 
a lot of people are just sitting on the floor, just being sexy, just kind of touching and chit chatting. And I was like off to the left and everybody was to my right. So we were all like on the edge of everybody. And so um, him and I started fooling around and I obviously the partner was there. I went up to T and I said, T, is it okay if I, if, you know, D can fuck me right now? And she was like, absolutely no problem. So that was a really good. So we started playing and having sex. And at this point we start fucking and he's, I mean, the way he entered me, it just, it just filled my pussy. Mm. So good. I forgot everybody was in the room. Plus everybody was a little bit behind me, so I couldn't actually see Mm. them. But as we were fucking, everybody got quiet (gasps) and everybody was started. There was, had to be like six to eight people in the room and they all started watching us. And it was really turned me on because I couldn't see them, but I could hear some of the women kind of like moan after Mm. me, just kind of like feeling my energy and like, oh, like, oh, you know, like hearing the sounds from behind. Mm. And it was so hot to hear them and know that I was getting fucked. I came so hard twice on his cock. Mm. And then we were done and everything. And I looked over and everyone was like, yay. And then I got like, (laughs) you know, smiled. Nothing makes me happier than turning other people on so that they ended up going to do their thing. (laughs) That's so funny because when you just said that, I was like, oh, wow. I think it would have taken me out of it to know that everybody stopped what they were doing and watching, which was another Mm -hmm. one of my kind of takeaways this time I really most of the sexual things that I did were in more private settings and Mm -hmm. that was where my headspace was at this time and not to say that I haven't found like the big orgies in the playroom to be very sexy in the past that was just not where I went where I was in my own mental and emotional capacity this weekend. You know, there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff going on in like my personal career life. And so it was just, I knew that if I was going to get intimate and like actually let go and possibly orgasm and get anywhere close to orgasm, I was going to need to be like kind of secluded, you know? (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Totally get that. There's vibes that I'm I want to be in front of other people and I like to be watched and there's times when I don't. Mm. And I think for me, that actually, that was my only public play experience. I had two, maybe I had three, but there wasn't a lot of people there. But, um, but honestly, like I think that it was good for me not to have been able to have seen anybody. Like they were all behind mm. me and that helped. Like I was just able to focus mm. on it. But I would agree with you that my other play experiences this weekend were private. So there are there, I, I have more to share. I want to hear what you have done this weekend <laughs> or what you want to share um, about what wow. <laughs> was sexy for you this weekend. Yeah, I mean, one great session was my partner Jay and I, we went up into the bedroom with a couple, the DJ and Brandy. And we like to call ourselves the Yacht Club because one of these trips that all, our whole group went on, we were in a room that I forget even why we named it the Yacht Club, but basically it was then yacht (laughs) themed. And ever since then, we are the Yacht Club and we never consummated our love, let's say. So because that, Mm -hmm. that, um, party when we were roommates in the Yacht Club, 
we just, I don't know, it just, we never got around to it. So this time we really made sure to prioritize it. We were like, it's time guys. So I think <laughs> me and time to wet the yeah. <laughs> So me and the DJ, we were in the kitchen and I think we were just making out and stuff. And we were just saying like, wow, I really want you right now. And I just, I adore him so much. His soul. I just, uh, like it's so, it's so interesting in our group, such like a good such person. a good person. Yeah. So many of the people in our group, it's like, I find everybody cute and sexy and I love them. And I can also see them do these ridiculously unsexy things, but then find them so sexy too. So mm-hmm. the DJ is someone mm-hmm. I feel that way about. And in this moment, we were kind of just like vibing and we started like touching each other and we were like, okay, let's act on this because we had been saying actually for maybe two nights by that point, we were like, oh, we need to act on this. Da, 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 da. So then by Saturday night, it still hadn't happened. So we were like, listen, tonight, as soon as we feel sexual, we're acting on it. Let's go. So yes. we start making mm-hmm. out. We say, this is it. This is that moment. Let's go act on it. So I go to Jay and I say, hey, DJ wants to take me upstairs. I'll be right back. And then DJ's telling Brandy and Brandy and Jay are like, well, we're going to join you. And then Jay came to me. He was like, is it okay if we join you? Like, did you actually want like alone time with the DJ? And I was like, no, 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 no. This is great. Let's do it. This is the time. Yeah, yeah. Come now. And it was just so fucking fun. So we go upstairs and this is what I was referring to. So we went in and like, we had been really enjoying the party, which is why the DJ and I were starting to vibe, I suppose. Um, and so I was like, guys, I don't want to be up here too long. And do, do we have to be up here too long? And they were like, V, shut up, just fucking like have fun. And it was just, it was a really fun, playful, organic experience. It just felt playful. That's, that's the word I'll use. Easy. And it was the consummation that finally con- happened. And that's one of my joy jar moments. The consummation of the Yay. yacht club. Yeah. Yes, that's so. awesome. Yeah. Those are the most beautiful moments. And sometimes like it it takes saying, hey, let's go do this. Like actually physically saying, can we go play? Are you ready to do this? And like, because it's so easy to just party and party and party and be with everybody because we don't see each other all the time. Just like you talked about on the last time we recorded about you being on a trip and you just – you spent more time partying mm-hmm. than you fucking. So I am happy that you guys stuck with your word from the get-go. Well, and an interesting <laughs> thing about that that I observed is that once I kind of, quote unquote, broke the seal of like fucking them, I then was in a more sexual headspace because I think mm. I had taken the pressure off of, oh shit, I haven't fucked yet tonight, but I really want to enjoy the party. So, you know, in past times I would get to this headspace of pressure, pressure, pressure. Oh, I haven't fucked yet. I need Mm -hmm. to fuck. That was released by fucking around nine o'clock. And then you have the whole night Mm -hmm. ahead of you. And then I felt more sexual. So then I had my moment with you. And then... Yes. Uh, That was another highlight for me too, that whole experience. Yes. So what happened was we had our um, BDSM moment, let's say. Um, And I think Mm -hmm. that, correct me if I'm wrong, it kind of came about because on Saturday morning, I had found you in the morning and said, hey, I'm really feeling like I could use an impact session if that's something that you wanted Mm -hmm. to explore. 
And mm-hmm. I mean, we were definitely, you were definitely not in the mood at that point because it was like, we had all just woke yeah, up. Yeah, it was like middle of the day. And I was very aware yeah. of that. So I was like, I'll just plant a seed. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. So then later on yep. in the evening... Um, you had disappeared for a while. So I was like, where is she? Yeah. So when you asked me of this request, I was like, I would really like to do this for you. Like I want to be in these Dom experiences. I've been trying to develop my dominant side. I think that I get shy in certain aspects, but I know that it's something that's within me because I've been able to do it in other situations. I just can't do it with my own physical partner. So when you were like, I would love for impact play, I was like, oh, I really want to do this. But I wanted a little bit more experience. I I just wanted to understand a little bit more of impact play. So we have another couple who was in this party and they have a subdom relationship. That's pretty much how they play all the time. She's 100% submissive. And so I went up, I was t- chatting with B and A and I was actually just chatting with the male who's A. And I said, I, can you just like show me a few things? Like, can you tell me a little bit about it? I started asking him a few questions and he was like, do you want me to just go grab her and we can just go up and do a session and, and we can dom her together? And I was like, yes. Mm. <laughs> I was like, I would love that. So in that moment, no hesitation, he walked right up to her and was like, go upstairs, blah, 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 blah. I'll be up there. So he kind of just let me in on what he's doing. He's like, okay, so I told her to go upstairs to grab all of our sex toys and to be waiting upstairs in position one. And I was like, what is position one? <laughs> what is position one? For them, their position one is she needed to be standing upstairs naked with her hands behind her head and her legs Whoa. spread. And I was like, I like that position. So we went up there and she was in our, in my bedroom and all of that. So he came in and basically was like talking me through everything and everything that goes on in his head out loud. He was like, she refers to me as sir. So every time I say something, she must respond with yes, sir. What would you like her to call you? And I was like, yes, mistress. Like that's just natural for me. So, so like we established that that was my name and what was going to happen. And, um, you know, so he had her, you know, get on the bed, put her hands up on her, on a bed, bend over, arch her back and like made her get into her spanking position. I guess she has a particular position and arch your back more and all of this. So kind of went through that and he just pulled out all of his toys and basically talked to me like, this is what this one feels like. Here's how you want to start. Here's the more sensitive areas. When you continually hit the same area, it's going to get more and more sensitive. So if you're trying to achieve more of that pain level, just stay in Mm. the same spot. It's not about exactly hitting any harder. Cause I was like, what if my arm gets tired or like, I can't hit as hard as I want, but that's the fun of having all the tools there is that each tool will give you a different sensation. So he showed me his hand. He showed me, I had a crop that I took out. Um, He had a slapper paddle, which was the, it had like a three tier. It was like, I don't know how to describe it, but it had three different slaps to it and it was pretty intense. And so he just kind of took me through a whole session and, and so we spanked her a little bit, warmed her up and then he bonded her and put her hands behind her back and then put an anal hook in her (gasps) and bound that to her, um, arms and she had a collar on. So she was all connected and like, couldn't really move. So it was so hot. Oh my God. Have her be bound. So while he was spanking her, I was like kissing her and playing with her boobs. And eventually she wasn't listening to something or she had made a few mistakes. So she had to get punished. And so her punishment was nipple clamps because she doesn't like nipple play. Uh-oh. So, so he had to put nipple clamps on her. It was just really fun to just 
have him explain like why she's being punished and what she did wrong. And she apologizes. And yeah, so it was great. So eventually we ended up stopping with the impact plan going into just regular sex and he was fucking her. And, um, it was a beautiful moment. It was such a unique experience, something I'll remember forever. And we had such a good time and it felt so natural. I was never nervous. I was always present and it was just, it was awesome. So I felt way more comfortable going into my session with you, just having a little bit more confidence of seeing somebody else do it. And their dynamic is so hot. How much later did you like come and find me and do that? Cause I'm sure you needed a break. There was definitely some time in between. And then I kind of saw you in the kitchen and you and I connected again and we were talking. We were just talking about like bullshit. Like just talking, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. We were just kind of hanging out. And then I kind of like was spanking you a little bit in the kitchen, just like very, very lightly, just touching your ass, just seeing what it would do for me. And I was like, I might like this. Like, yes, yes. (laughs) Basically that I said, you're going to call me mistress after everything I say. You say, yes, mistress. And I said, do you have a safe word? I said, yellow means you know, I like where this is. Don't go any harder. Red means stop for a little bit. I need a small break. I told you to get a glass of water. I told you to go upstairs and I told you to stand in that position. So I was like, I really like that one. And, um, that's kind of how we got started. I let you kind of be up there for like a minute or two yeah. on purpose and made you wait a little bit. That was so <laughs> interesting because I would say that's probably even one of the harder aspects of it is not knowing where you are, when you're going to come, you, you could have left me up there for an hour, you know, Mm -hmm. but I, as the sub can't move. Like you've told me that's where I'm supposed to be. And so I Mm -hmm. even remember like my hands were up, but they were like starting to fall asleep. And so I put them down (laughs) to my sides and I was like, Oh shit, I really hope she doesn't walk in at this moment. And of course that's when you walked in and you're like, and that's the first thing I said. (laughs) And I was like, ah, fuck. I was like, you are not in position. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then you Um, kind of like made me wait a little bit, maybe not right away when you came up, but then once mm -hmm. I was bent over on the bed and I was kind of waiting for the impact play, you were taking your time, getting Mm -hmm. all the toys together and stuff. And that's the biggest kind of... I guess, discomfort for me, not knowing where you are, what you're doing, what you could be bringing over. I have no fucking clue. So that's, yeah, that's a very I, see, interesting that's a fun to work through. So I know we had our little cuddle puddle after to kind of say like, how was it for you? What would you change? What would you do differently? And, you know, there's things that I learned from it that I would do differently next time. So mm. I want to bring in a little bit more of that sensual side too, because that's more of my style too. Like I like the sensual play more. Mm-hmm. So I like, I loved it all. It was, it was, it was awesome. For me. But I'm like, I can't wait to do this again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, great. Well, I can't wait either because it was, it was really, it was so beautiful for me. And like I said before, for me, I go into this subspace. It's very meditative. I kind of breathe through the pain. I try to find moments of pleasure between the pain and kind of just talk myself through the discomfort. And then when it gets really intense, like towards the end, when you were focusing on maybe one spot, my brain almost just goes blank and I go outside of myself. And I almost cried Mm. a couple times. I didn't release for whatever reason, but it's like, I almost got dizzy and I went outside of myself. It's just, it's a very interesting way to play with the mind and breath and all of that. So a way to go deeper. 
super focused. And like you said, it's a form of, of meditation, which is a beautiful thing to experience that kind of that balance of pain and pleasure. And it's cathartic. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So beautiful highlight for me this weekend. I loved it. A hundred percent. Beautiful highlight. (laughs) Um, I only had one other sex session, um, which was also fucking awesome. Um, it was with one of our, um, guy friends, his wife was not there. Um, and so he was just like flying solo for the weekend and, you know, we had been vibing since when I got there and just like talking and stuff. And I think this was the first time that I really got a chance to talk to him like sober during the day, not, you know, just at the parties in these crazy situations. And so I really felt like a connection to him. A very interesting conversation that I had with him this weekend was kind of talking about the difference in energy that you bring to the group when you're there with your partner versus there by yourself. And Mm -hmm. it's not like, they're inhibiting you or anything like that. It's just, you know, you're kind of thinking for two a little bit more. And it's just very interesting just observing Mm -hmm. that in yourself and observing that in other people. So I think there was a difference in how I connected with him this time because he was just there by himself. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I find that vibe too. When you're by yourself, there's just, it's just one less thing to have to worry about. You could just be a little bit more free and act on your own desires without having to check in with somebody or make sure somebody's okay. So I get that a hundred percent. So that's awesome. I'm so glad you got to connect with him. He is a long time, great friend of mine. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's great to fuck. (laughs) He's got a great guy. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Okay. So (laughs) give me another highlight for you. And then I I have a learning moment that I want to share too. Uh, so it was a great weekend for me. I didn't fuck a lot of t- like more. I fucked those probably as least people that I usually do, but I would say that all of my experiences were really high quality. And that was my takeaway yeah. was I don't have to fuck all the time. I don't have to fuck everybody. But for me, the quality of them all was, was top notch. And I was so satisfied. Yep. I, I completely so, agree with that. And I think a learning moment that I had I shared with you when it happened, actually. We were getting ready. And at these things, there are so many people around and everybody is doing all kinds of substances. So it's so easy to get sidetracked. And so we're getting ready. And I'm like, oh, I need to go get XYZ from my room. So I go and I'm like, don't get distracted. Don't get distracted. I literally had to like (laughs) repeat in my head what I was going to get in my room. (laughs) And then I was was like, okay, I need to get back because Elle is waiting for me. So I don't want to take an hour and a half to get back to her. And my partner, Jay, finds me and he's like, Hey, I haven't seen you. Where have you been? And I'm like, must get lip gloss and socks, must get lip gloss and socks. And he's like, he's like, V like, I I miss you. Like, can you spend some time with me? And I'm like, lip gloss and socks. Ellie's waiting for me. Ellie's waiting for me. And so I go back and I was like, I feel bad. I I came to you and I was like, I feel bad because I think Jay is kind of craving some time with me, but I'm getting so sidetracked. And so Mm -hmm. I think that one of my major takeaways is making sure that I do make time for us because it is hard in these situations. I don't see you guys often. So when I see you all, I want to make the most time for Mm -hmm. you guys. I see him all the time. However, it is over a whole weekend and we need to connect, especially with the nature of what we're doing, we're fucking other people. Like we have to come back mm-hmm. to each other and really be conscious of each other's 100%. needs. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I remember you came up and said that, like, oh, he just said that. And I was like, that's a cry for love. Like, he wants your attention. Make sure you find him after this. Like, good job for sticking to what you wanted to do. You got what you needed and you came back. <laughs> but moving forward, you need to, you know, give him that that attention. And I would agree with you. I I, I find that I spend the least amount of time with my mm-hmm. own partner. And I guess we were both hosting too, which makes it a little bit challenging, but I'm finding that at a lot of these events, we're having a lot of separate play activities than we do have activities together. And that's something that I want to actually talk to him about and be like, Hey, like, let's like, but it's hard because when we're connecting with different people, I'm all about the organic flow of these sexual connections that we're not going to be vibing with the same people at the same mm-hmm. exact time every time. So it's hard. So that's something I want to chat with him about, about like, hey, we need to get together and stay together. Sometimes. I would say something that was helpful together. for us to achieve that this weekend with the Yacht Club was that, well, first of all, it was a long time coming. So both couples were like, this needs to happen. But I feel like you know, even for us, right? Like you two and me and Jay, I don't think we've had a foursome in a very, very long time. So kind of just like planting that seed even beforehand, like, Hey, we need to schedule some time together, you know? So then yeah, I would like to put that on my desire list as the four of us. Done honestly, and done. I still like, haven't fucked in your bed. Done and done. It's, it's still <laughs> on the list and I still haven't fucked in your bed. <laughs> I knew what happened for sure. <laughs> There is one more moment that I thought that I really enjoyed was the theme for Saturday night was my favorite. It was um, freak mm. show at the fuck factory. So it was like a circus theme and everybody fucking nailed it. So when all of us were getting ready, me and you were in the same space and we were like, what are you going to be? And Go figure. You were like, I'm a fortune teller. I'm like, oh my God. So <laughs> and it was just like, like of course, of course we both choose to be a fortune teller. But what was cool about it was that we both had our own takes on it. Because you were a crystal ball and I was Uh a um, tarot card reader. You were a tarot card reader. And then I loved my crystal ball because I used the horrible life deck and I went up to everybody individually. I I think there's like, there's so many. No, I wasn't the horrible life deck. It was the new game that we're coming out with, Mm -hmm. Slut School. So Slut School came out. I know that there's only 50 cards in Slut School and there was 26 people there. So I was like, okay, I can only give people two cards. So I would walk up to people with my crystal ball. And it was awesome because it made me connect and go up and talk Mm. to everybody or try to talk to as many people as I could, which I loved that. Um, And so I would go up to them with the ball in the car and like, let me see what's in your fortune tonight, you know, and I would pull a card and it would say, um, go make moan moan um, sounds to somebody or go kiss two boobs or go suck, put two dicks in your mouth, like whatever the activity was. I was like, this is in your future tonight, you know? (laughs) I will share my slut school card that I got. Uh, it was touch everyone's dick and pussy at the party. And I yes. was so happy that I got that because it, like you said, it allowed me to go up to people and have this kind of like icebreaker, like, Hey, I haven't talked to you, but guess what? I need to touch your pussy. <laughs> like, yeah. Obviously yeah, consensually. Exactly. I'll say like, can I? <laughs> but, yeah. but I think I really did get everybody. And and it was just so yeah. fun and playful and silly. And it was like, oh, well, I guess I got to do it because the card says it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it helped like break yeah, down so it- those barriers, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. so I, lo- I love that game idea, just getting everyone in that sexy mode to do sexual things randomly throughout the night when it worked for them. And I said to people, school. like, you don't have to do it. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. it's such a great game. <laughs>
Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we all passed with flying colors. We all got our diplomas. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so any other thing you want to add to this week of this party? Lots of fucking joy. It was amazing. I already can't wait till next Thanksgiving. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It was no other things. It was beautiful. I just, I, no matter, every time we get together, it's like, how does it get any better than this? Ugh. And it fucking does yeah. every fucking time. Well, I think it's because our, all of our individual relationships are growing and evolving and changing. And it's just, as you get to know people deeper and on a deeper level, it just makes it that much richer. Yeah. Uh, so well, this was this good. This was good. And I can't wait to chat again next week. Well, guys, thanks for tuning in to our Freaksgiving event. And if you have any questions or comments, you guys can reach us on Instagram at Girls Gone Deep Podcast. Our email is girlsgondeep at gmail.com. We also want to thank our sponsors, Horrible Life, for their lovely game of Have You Ever All Things Sex and Kink. So check them out. Bring it to your next party. It's a good icebreaker. It's a good way to have conversations. And that's it. We hope to hear from you guys. So message us. Stay freaky. (laughs) 